0: We're Seekers, so we're kind of used to weird things happening at all times.
1: You travel the world, you find some crazy things. This is one of them.
0: Make sure the Kelsey and Valen are safe.
1: That goes without saying.
0: So, whoever gets to live? I guess that's our mission. Best of luck, Finn.
1: You too, Mr. Smoot.
0: That's about as heartfelt
1: as we get, bud.
2: This temple is almost like a palace in itself. You catch a glimpse of a statue, but it's hard to tell exactly what it is without getting closer. foundlings and welcome back to the gate chronicles this is chronicle one chapter 74
0: of the longest book that will never be written
2: i uh, listen i was reading my uh that it was it's not manhwa but my korean drama stuff and i'm on like book 10 and it's at chapter 74 so i
1: think i'm yeah, book 10 they split up into 10 of those things <laughs> we're still in the first one
2: Actually, I could be wrong. I, I I don't know what chapter I was on in that book. But anyway, yeah, we're not doing this by books. This is just one really,
1: really long book. A chronicle.
2: A chronicle, one might say. But
1: chronicles are comprised of multiple books, people.
2: Besides that, foundlings, my name is Emily. I am your Game Master host, editor, writer, all those things for this podcast. But above all else, I am not a storyteller. I'm a story enabler. Today, I'm joined by my two only players. I may have said their names already, but I think they need to introduce themselves. Actually, one of them is technically a guest today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Player uh, uh, Quinn got booted as a as a player because his character yeah, is not I, here. Yeah, I've been demoted. But he has been offered the position of NPC for today. Ooh. Which means
2: we can kill him
1: without remorse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you ever, ever wanted to get any of your pent-up anger out, now's the time. I will, we'll find out on this episode. After. Oh, by the way, my name is Jaden. Yeah, I, I play Veer. Yeah, your actual Veer. introductions. <laughs> my name's Jaden. I play Finnevere Veer, the bard, on this episode of Naked and Afraid.
2: Is he a bard now?
1: Oh, is he a bard? No, I'm pretty sure he was a rogue. He is. He's a man you know going through an identity you know crisis. What? I'm not even going to call him by his class. He's an ex merchant. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kick a man his while his job dead. is way more descriptive than his his class. <laughs> I mean, he's a seeker. So <laughs> I mean, that's a positive descriptive you can use. He <laughs> it does hold that job position. Uh, he did go fight that rat that one time and deliver that cart. You're currently on a seeker mission right now. <laughs> yeah, but we're not doing very good at it. We're we know we're currently getting distracted wait, wait, from a seeker speak mission. Speak for yourself. Some of us are doing fine.
2: Oh, we could just scrap this entire episode, reunite the party, because Jaden says, Finnevere's running away.
1: He bravely ran away. Anywho. And hi, foundlings. I'm your resident Quentin. I am here to not play Charles Smoot, so uh, figure out who I'm playing this week on the Odd Campaign.
2: I bet you won't guess who he's playing this week on the Odd Campaign. I, it's not
1: like I've been typecasted or anything.
2: I don't, I don't know. What you got on your screen over there?
1: What? Uh, He's got dogs of fur-related plushability, and, and I've got games. He's talking about my menu screen with my wallpaper. Yeah, well,
2: what you got up on there? That what? that thing has games on it?
1: Yeah, but no bacon.
2: All right. So, then let's actually get started. The party has been torn apart. Through their unscrupulous activities in the Coliseum, they caught the attention of Order Knight Revenant. Their capture soon followed, and though the party attempted to sway the knight's scheme in their favor, things did not go as planned. While Charles Smoot was once again forcibly conscripted to aid the Red Kingdom's infiltration of Wolf's Lodge, Vier found himself thrust under the authority of the Order Bishop at a nearby temple. And so... We're going to begin in a very interesting situation. We are not beginning with you waking up, basically, in, in your skibbies and
1: everything. You're good. Uh, he got linens or something. He
2: got he did get his linens. Um,
1: I heard lemmings. <laughs> just want everyone to know. No, no. I'm the lemming. I got the lemming. The... we are all professional podcasters. We know how to enunciate and speak very well. Oh, we speak gooder. It's okay. He was home-teached.
2: <laughs> Jaden, for Finnevere. We're going to pick up actually a little bit later in the day. Your first day, that is. You woke up and found yourself in this small ramshackle building, which you found was occupied by at least 20 children and 15 other adult people. You realize that the children must be orphans of families that have been taken by the kingdom. And they're being raised here at the temple, while the others are acolytes like yourself. But it is on this first day that you are given several tasks of your own to fulfill while you are here. You have three job opportunities here. You can perform maintenance of the grounds, attend scheduled services, or prepare meals for the clergy. All three will require you to complete skill checks. But I will say, completing these successfully means you earn points towards leveling up not not actually leveling up but oh advancement gosh. in the clergy
1: yeah i don't know i am about to just... take a vacation from being a seeker for a few seasons and maintain these grounds <laughs> i was about to say Jaden gets xp i didn't get xp well he,
2: he's not gonna get experience necessarily but he uh has work to fulfill
1: so uh maintain the grounds cook food and what else
2: and attending the scheduled services, which can include you sitting and listening, but a lot of it would involve you doing perform checks. So maintenance of the grounds would be something like a survival check, while attending the scheduled services would be your perform. Whether or not you're singing like an angel or orating for some reason, which Phinevere has this tendency to do anyway. Or prepare meals, which would involve some sort of lore skill check.
1: Oh, there are only so many hours in the day. There we get are. options? You get, get to have choice?
2: You get, like three options, but you do learn very quickly. You are referred to as an initiate of sorts. You're an acolyte initiate. You are not allowed to leave the grounds of the sanctuary, but you find out that this place is referred to, the religion is called the Faith of the Sacred Order. You are under the direct authority of one of the priests, and underneath of that, there are several other acolytes who work there. Um, and again, a lot of the priests do not refer to themselves by name. They just call themselves priests and you are expected to ad- attend to that priest specifically.
1: Alrighty. The rank-based society. Smoot would love it here.
2: He could get the feathered helmet.
1: Priests have those? But then again, Smoot just punched the priest and expect to be the new priest.
2: <laughs> he would expect to That's be the That's my priest. religion. <laughs> you become acquainted with Several individuals, one who is essentially what they call a true acolyte, who is in charge of this group of acolytes when the priest is not available. Her name is Ariana Emberheart. Another person within this group is Christoph Ironbound.
1: Also an acolyte?
2: Is an acolyte, but is referred to as a reformed acolyte.
1: So would my character even know how to address him in public?
2: Absolutely not. Feel free to ask away. This is first day. We are skipping past the awkward waking up scene. We are going to be picking up with whatever chore you decide to do.
1: Well, getting an idea of the surroundings would be a good idea. So what better way to do that than maintain the grounds?
2: Sure. As you are doing your maintenance of the grounds, go ahead and roll a survival check. Let's go. And what is your class DC?
1: My class DC is 23.
2: Perfect. So that is going to be the DC for all of these checks.
1: Woo! Okay. I actually have a point in survival. So let's try it out.
2: All right. Point one. Let's go.
1: Hey, I rolled a 13 or higher. I rolled a 16 for a total of 26.
2: Congratulations. You earned one point from me, the GM. Huzzah.
1: Huzzah. I do like getting points.
2: Part of your maintenance of the grounds also involves you walking around the area and observing everything. And as you are going around, you see your new comrade, Christoph, who is currently sweeping at the front of the temple.
1: You see an average height male, seeming to be in his mid-30s. What you can see displayed through his very traditional church linens is an individual who is almost a shell of his former self. It looks like he was very well toned but now he looks borderline emaciated he looks very gaunt as if he has is not really keeping up with himself in the same way he is a little bit suspicious as uh, honestly the most jarring thing about him is not his uh physique or demeanor but he seems to be an individual who has a shaved head uh and is just covered head to toe in tattoos, face tattoos, neck tattoos. He's got a whole sleeve down his arm. You can see like his chest and back, just the whole thing covered in tattoos.
2: You see that he is off at the front of the temple, currently sweeping. Some things that you notice around the area, you see your ramshackled house, but there are two other buildings that house acolytes of different ranks. And you know that Kristoff does not house with you and neither does Ariana both them housing in the nicer buildings nearby outside you have noticed that the grounds are mostly dirt a lot of it is just worn away by the walking of individuals up and down the stairs and around the area the building itself the main building is made of marble and off to the far right side of this area you can see that the storage shed where your things were taken the previous evening. And you do see, though, that there are acolytes walking in and outside of that. But because you are currently trying to keep your cover, you are sweeping and cleaning up things. What is Phinevere gonna be trying to do today, overall, besides his maintenance? Because Phinevere has to have some goals, right?
1: So, uh, seeing as we are in a dire situation with overwhelming power and supervision over us, One must first learn what they can get away with before they attempt to get away with something. So just kind of learning the natural boundaries of order at places of interest like the Shed, trying to find out where there may be allies or opportunities.
2: Well, a good way to figure out if you have an ally or an opportunity is to engage with some individuals.
1: Something tells me that Kristoff has anger issues. I'm angry. All right.
2: You want to, per se, gather information... You do know that there are other acolytes around the building, but the two that you've become somewhat acquainted with, just very briefly, you don't know much about them, but that would be Ariana and Kristoff. And besides, the priest, who seems very busy and usually brushes you off whenever you have questions.
1: Important to know, if he brushes it off and isn't very interested, that's also useful information. Indeed. We can do stuff while he's very busy.
2: What kind of stuff?
1: Perfectly legal things, of course. Like, you know, observing the inventory of all my stuff and everything else that could be useful and then making a getaway.
2: So, so (laughs) what are you trying to do right now? Currently, while you are doing your maintenance of the grounds and putting air quotes around that, because you could be trying to do whatever you want. What are you doing now?
1: Well, um, while trying to maintain the grounds is probably the best time to try to carry a conversation because he's already seen what He can legally see, from what I can tell. So, since the only one available at the time is Kristoff, he will probably approach him and try to strike up a casual conversation. One friendly neighbor to another.
2: How how do you strike up a casual conversation with this man?
1: I could try to show him up by using Tide to Woe to get that grout really clean. Or, so you can can just go up and say hi. So you can see, while you're kind of contemplating all of this, you're, like, standing there in the middle of the, the, the four yard. Just thinking about like, hmm, what is the best way to to introduce myself? Y- you turn around to go to approach where Christoph was, and you just see that he's terribly hidden behind a tree, already watching you. Well, no one made friends by standing in a corner. <clears> then <throat> <clears throat> we'll just approach, direct <laughs> eye contact, <laughs> and move forward. Hello there. Hello. I'm uh, it's a new in town. So it would seem. Yeah, so it would seem, it would be, and all those other things. You've been here terribly long, or you also knew in town? Eight years. Ooh, that is a hot minute. Is ground maintenance your
0: typical chore choice? It depends on the day.
1: Well, today is Mer's Day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: it's actually, so, the previous day was Imordun, which is basically Sunday, and today is Mondun, Monday.
1: Well, today is Mundoon. It Uh, is peaceful out today. Yeah. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. Maybe a little aggressively, but to each their own. Is there anything that they're looking for with clean the grounds? Because there wasn't a whole lot of criteria set out. And How does one normally end up in the services here anyway?
0: You are thinking of your tasks incorrectly. I am? You are doing a task to complete it. That is not the purpose of these tasks. Isn't that the purpose of tasks? To complete them? For some, for others, it is an opportunity for reflection. People find meaning in work, and in meaning they can find themselves. Remember a time when I didn't have any opportunity to work, and seeking that opportunity
1: is... it meant everything to me. So I think I can see where you're coming from. But what's the point of reflection if there's no end to it all? There's no gold.
0: That would be something you must find out for yourself. Show him. you
1: <laughs> would <laughs> be the best daggone on maintained grounds ever was. Then give me a medal.
2: <laughs> and finger all of a sudden feels very motivated. It ain't much,
3: but, but it's, it's home. home.
1: <laughs> ain't much. That's it. You can certainly <laughs> Just... stop there. It ain't much, guys. So did you say that there was like entire chunks of dirt on top of the stairs? Like that—that's what it, the regular had become. How little do people take care about their maintaining the grass? No, it probably would like clump up. Like it, I would imagine that like this is marble and or stone, mm-hmm. and that it's getting dragged in from people's boots. I see.
2: Yeah, you haven't really experienced their peak day, which is the more dude, and this is the day after, which means you see that the stairs are covered in mud. Didn't it rain recently? It also yeah, it also
1: rained. So it was a rainy Sunday when they had peak traffic.
2: Yeah. So really, when I said you're sweeping, you're sweeping off the steps. You're like mopping. You're literally like having to get the mud off of these marble steps. You can see that the building here is pretty grandiose, especially compared to to the area outside that you were able to see. Um, Since this is still in the East District and you saw a large number of slums in that area. It is also the same district that you were in originally when you went to the Coliseum, so you really haven't gone that far.
1: Only got to see this one little area. I'm really bad at sightseeing. <laughs> Who gets the option to have a horse or not? Must be someone upgraded from an acolyte.
2: There are tiers to that, as you can see by the different uniforms. You are in the bare minimum.
1: Oh, uniforms determine tier.
2: Yes. Well the, the, the amount level... of crying that people do, yes.
1: It's like the level of uh, freedom of expression you are allowed. Sure, he's just going to, you know, dig for Kristoff's life story here. See, see if he starts defending himself by asking Finavir in kind.
2: So Finevere, it does seem like Kristoff is completely indifferent to you. But if you would like to engage in maybe obtaining this man's life story, you might need to make a diplomacy check to improve his attitude. Quentin is not a real person today. He is just an NPC.
1: Which means he's stats to overcome. Benavir will try to endear himself by telling a bit of his life story. That's a 19. Your P2E numbers ain't what it used to be for those sitting at home.
2: What you, no, what no, no, it's better than what it was for this level. Wait, wait,
1: what do you mean? P2E numbers are great, bud. You rolled a four. Yeah, <laughs> I rolled a four. But I'm just saying 19 didn't carry the weight. Like, 19 was a lot in the oh, yeah, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I thought you were saying the dice rolls weren't as hot, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like oh. your your stat potential wasn't higher. No, it's just numbers are bigger. Yeah, so numbers DCs are DCs are higher. Yeah.
2: You can tell that he is listening to your conversation, but mostly passively as he just continues sweeping, kind of just continuing on with his work, seeing that you're just making conversation.
1: Benavir will continue sweeping while he's uh, telling him of a, a bit of growing up. He will mention that he grew up in the far north, Place called Taba.
0: You can see that Kristoff is kind of
1: he's like half-heartedly listening, but when he does pay attention, he's almost trying to see past your words. And he he doesn't say anything, but he's trying to listen to the deeper meaning behind to unveil who you are, but he's also not sharing anything about himself. He's just trying to size you up. Maybe. I'll wear him down.
2: As you are continuing with your conversation, you kind of, like, lean over on your broom handle, as a Afinavir would probably do, as he's just, like, now going on epic poems about his land. You're
1: getting really chatty and comfortable, and Kristoff is still there, very cold and distant.
2: And it is at this point, though, that you see Ariana marching towards you, and she's kind of scowling at you. She is a younger woman. Looks like she's in her early 20s, but... She has her hair sort of cut in a short bob that's angled downward. She has a brown bob cut with very large eyes and a mostly unassuming face. And what exactly are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be cleaning?
1: Uh, I have been cleaning the grounds. Uh, and
3: yet you're standing here doing what looks like nothing.
1: You do see me standing here. Is that cleaning? is uh, there not a broom in my hand. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should put more fervor into my work, no?
3: Yes, you should.
1: Let us give our vigor to this day. Eh, Christoph? Nudge, nudge. Ah. He just blankly <laughs> stares, does not even make eye contact with you. He is solely focused on Ariana, but doesn't say a word. Continues to sweep, though. Right. We take this broom at an angle. We can get the mud out of the corners. <laughs>
3: If you actually keep your work up, you could become a good acolyte yet.
1: Right. What kind of good work we're talking about here? Might make these spotless. Is that going to me closer to acolyte? Is that how this works? Throw me a bone. I'm new here.
2: She looks at you and tilts her head a little confused by your verbiage or your usage of words, as though she doesn't usually hear people talk like that. <laughs> well,
3: if you happen to perform your duties adequately enough and receive the priest's approval and recommendation... You could go out with them and feed the poor and address other heretics, but at the rate that you're going, if you keep this up, I have a feeling you'll be stuck in this place for far longer.
1: Hmm. Well, who inspect the grounds? If I get this spotless, will he even care? Hmm.
3: Perhaps, but it really will depend on if you call his attention to it.
1: Hmm. Now we're talking. All right. How to get to his attention? Well, oh, work first, attention later. Oh, I'm sorry, is there something else that you needed from us?
3: No, clearly I only came over here to bother you a little. Well,
1: you can bother me anytime. Uh, and he will try to find a bucket. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, he, if yeah, this is this is a broom job. Why, why are you slain by bucket, then?
2: It made me think of Stanley Parable.
1: Stanley, it's just a bucket. You can put the bucket down You can put the The bucket down. The bucket was far from a bucket. He was lying.
2: It was quite the bucket. I see that Jaden's staring at Quentin's computer screen. It's
1: just because I'm taking the best notes.
2: But yes, you continue. You go to look for a bucket.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Everything's probably in the shed.
2: Do you go to the shed?
1: I could try to go to the shed. I go towards the shed. I saw acolytes going in and out that seemed pretty representative of who was allowed to be in there. We'll go towards the shed. You gotta test the boundaries to find out where they are.
2: You walk over to the shed, and you see as these uh, acolytes are walking in and out. Some of them are just carrying out what appears to be cleaning supplies, while others are carrying uh, baskets of vegetables that have been stowed away inside. And you walk in with ease, holding your broom in your hand. Yep. You look for a bucket. Roll a perception check, please.
1: Let's go.
0: It was, in fact, just a bucket.
1: Natural one!
0: (laughs) There was, in fact, not even just a bucket. That's how
1: we got here.
2: You find the bucket, but you break the bucket. Now you're cursed for the rest of the game. (laughs) Ah!
1: Get demoted. No one loves you. There's a level below this? I didn't even know there was a level zero. There is now a level zero. What was the total? Oh, the total? Yeah. Total is 15.
2: You manage to find the bucket. It is the only bucket, and it is filled with water currently.
1: Excellent. Looks like my bucket now. Ooh, carefully pick up the bucket. Okay. And he will try to take it back to his stairs. Also, can he try to, like, take a quick eye on the way out? Maybe, I don't know, an idea of where they might be capable of keeping his stuff?
2: So you want to take a closer look that would require you to stop leaving with your bucket and actually rummage about the area. I would say a passive glance would be a much harder DC.
1: I'll take the higher DC. Okay. 24.
2: You do not see your things in here. In fact, strangely enough, though your things were definitely taken to this building, you don't see anybody else's things in here either. It appears to be only storage for food and cleaning supplies.
1: Oh, snap. I need one more thing. I need a rag. (laughs) You walk back in. Yeah, walk back in and try to find a rag. Okay. Any cloth will do. You
2: see that there are plenty of cleaning supplies in here.
1: Excellent. Plus one cloth. Plus one cloth. Tie to woe enabled because I'm not using my clothes again.
2: You only have like a thin sheet on you basically.
1: But uh, You know, that, that's on the church.
2: So you couldn't use your clothes.
1: I'm not gonna though.
2: So you walk out with a bucket that yep. has water in it mm-hmm. with a rag. Yep. And you go over and to the stairs. And my broom. And your broom. Okay. And you go over to the stairs. Yep. And you start scrubbing.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to make these the best daggone clean stairs. I need to
0: move up.
2: Okay. And Finnevere does back-breaking work. And then it's time for dinner. At which point, you gather with your small team, and you are sitting around eating what appears to be very light rations, especially for you. It's essentially just a bread roll, some thinned-out soup, and water. But you can see, however, that Ariana has a more sumptuous meal with actual, like, chicken leg and part of a breast and potatoes. And Christoph Kristoff has half of that.
1: Uh, so we are all eating in the same room, though, right?
2: You are all eating outside currently.
1: Okay. Are people sitting?
2: People are just sitting around on, like, hay bales and whatnot in the back.
1: Uh, he's going to try to take a seat next to Kristoff. Uh, yet again as soon as you begin <laughs> looking for Kristoff uh, and you like try and find him to take a seat you see that he is in fact not sitting he's kind of like standing off in a corner almost like somewhat hidden behind a wall but half in view glaring at everyone No, you know can come up with like half eating his roll no No, 8 hours of labor straight <clears throat> I don't think this is gonna cover my calorie consumption and speaking of Aren't you an acolyte? You got like half of what she's got.
0: Are all people the same?
1: Of course they are. Uh, we live and bleed the same, don't we?
0: We are worth the same. That does not mean we are treated the same. Yeah. What's it take to get some treatment around here? I believe Ariana mentioned. You would have to garner the attention of the priests. But you must be getting some pretty good attention to get a meal like that. She is very good at getting attention. You
2: see that she is surrounded by a number of other acolytes who are either dressed similar to her or even of a lower status, including some initiate acolytes
1: themselves.
0: Pinavir, I must ask you, why are
1: you here? It's brought here on recommendation. Not my recommendation. Is that all the answer you're looking for? Or? What... Is your purpose here? Maybe I just don't know anymore. Things are getting a bit out of hand. I used to know exactly what I wanted. I wanted to see the world, work an honest job, make a profit, and find my family. Now I feel like I found my family, but I've lost them.
2: As you are saying that, Guinevere, you hear someone approaches up behind you.
1: He finishes the last crumb of his <clears throat> uh, roll. He turns around with the mouthful.
2: And you see that Ariana is standing there quite suddenly.
1: Ariana! He does a he does like a playful bow.
2: She just kind of tilts her head and smiles. If you're looking for family, this is the best place
3: for you to find it. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. I seem to have overheard you. You do speak quite loud.
1: I do. I've been told I'm quite good at that. Oh, I'm sorry. What makes this the best place for family? Ah,
3: uh, well, this is the church, of course. Everyone here is family. And you can be, too. You just have to put your efforts into it.
1: Well, I think some of my efforts speak for themselves. Those stairs are spotless. Or at least they were two hours ago. Hmm.
3: Just as the teachings of the Maiden and the wisdom of the Mother say, if you put your efforts in, prosperity will find you.
1: I don't know about that. I've put a lot of effort in this past year, and... uh, A lot of it just brought me a lot of nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that wasn't pointed at here specifically no
3: offense taken you're only an initiate acolyte you're still a heretic if anything wait are
1: those synonymous
2: she just kind of smiles and turns away before just walking
0: away you say that you are looking for family you need to understand what that means for you if you are looking for a new family here i am not the best company Spend time with Ariana if you wish to raise through the ranks. I am one who is here to bide my time. If your family is outside of these walls, you wish to be invisible. If your family is in these walls, you want to make a name for yourself. Let's live by, Christoph. I appreciate you.
3: Finavia, are
2: you coming?
1: Of course, of course. And he'll run over Take a seat. The right hand, if possible.
2: The right hand, if possible. Uh, Yeah, sure. You, You take a seat at her right hand. And it seems like she begins leading the rest of the Acolytes in this very strange sort of like song that you have heard coming from the temple itself. And it's almost an echo of what the priest who brought you in the previous night was singing.
0: The usual.
1: Lose yourself. Identity is meaningless.
2: No, um, but it, it's more along the lines of shed yourself and all you are. Welcome the maiden into your heart. You're welcome, Quentin. It actually
1: rhymes this time. I appreciate it.
2: The mother knows, the mother cares, unto the end to judge all aired. When to unite the world complete, the gates
1: spread wide for all who sleep. He sees you when you're sleeping.
0: <laughs> he knows when you're awake.
1: It just means twice that she knows when you're sleeping. She knows you're uh, when you're awake because you're not sleeping.
2: And this day passes by. At some point, you receive a letter.
1: A letter? You receive a letter. Oh, it's been ages since I've got mail.
2: The letter that you receive comes not in an envelope and actually looks like it is somewhat messed up, as though it has passed through a few hands, and has likely been read by people. You actually receive this letter from Ariana, but the letter says the following.
0: Fan, you're going to meet the bishop. I hear that John's been seen with him recently. Also, supposedly, there is some connection between this
1: matron of the church and whatever twisted remnant of Oros there's left. Please look into this while I am away, uh, but don't worry—I have a plan to keep our friends safe, Charles. There is the motivation needed to level up. Time to play with mind flare tactics. A beggar can get an audience with an acolyte, an acolyte with a priest, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: So Ariana is just leaning over your shoulder while you're reading your letter. So what's this Oros thing here?
1: If I were to be perfectly honest. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Some organization, they collect things or something, look for people that are special. Outside of that, I'm not 100% sure. Matron?
3: Does he mean the mother or the maiden? And he thinks you can meet with the bishop? (laughs) Don't even bother. Have you seen him? Yes, I've seen him. Though I haven't had the pleasure of speaking with him.
1: Do attend Mass?
3: Onimoradun. He comes by every week.
1: Every during morning. service?
3: Well, when he's in the city. When he's not on some diplomatic excursion for the kingdom.
1: Sounds exciting.
3: Otherwise, if it's not the bishop in attendance, it's one of his priest ascendants. They're so lucky. i
1: was told tales of his incredible cleverness.
3: He is incredibly clever, isn't he? so wise so handsome
1: i've never seen so much as a picture (laughs) i mean technically true yeah i've never seen so much as a picture also it's i don't (laughs) i don't think finn remembers what he's supposed to look like pictures don't exist cameras don't exist can't ask for these things or at least painting doesn't know oh yeah painting you paint you drew oh yeah yeah, i do draw i don't have stuff anymore because I'm a plebeian that doesn't deserve stuff, for I've sinned, But you could maybe even offer to the church.
3: Well, if you were ever to receive the privilege of attending to him, you would see that in his study there is a massive portrait of him. Oh, I wish I could look at it all day. You've
1: been to his study?
3: Yes. I was given the gracious opportunity to clean it.
1: A remarkable responsibility. That's like... I've been legitimately impressed. That it's an like Acolyte... touching God. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> uncomfortable. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. I, was, I was almost with you I, up until then. I'm sure it was quite, quite the again. experience. Uh, uh, uh,
3: yes, it was. How
1: powerful is that position of Acolyte? You seem to be like some section above that they maybe don't have a name for.
3: There is a name for it. When you are a true acolyte, you gain certain
1: privileges. True acolyte's a real term? Or is it just more of a descriptive?
3: Yes, it is a real term. Have you not been paying attention during your lessons?
1: Have we had lessons since I got here?
2: It's been like two days.
1: (laughs) No, 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 like, I I think it would be funny if there just hadn't been lessons yet.
2: You absolutely have not participated in a lesson yet.
1: When lessons come up, I'll make sure I... I attend and uh, pay attention.
3: I simply must ensure that you go. Very well. You shall attend service with me today.
1: Excellent. You're full of good ideas today.
3: Aren't I
2: always? It seems so. Come along, Finnevere. All
1: right, he will come along.
2: Meanwhile. Kristoff is in the background.
1: Turning around the wall, glancing, watching you walk away.
0: You're out of your league, tiny duck. (laughs) 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 So you have chosen...
2: You go into service. Roll your perform check. Wait, no, I feel like it would be closer to.
1: Because my religion checks too awful. Am I getting trained in religion today? The perform is twenty-seven. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're getting some
2: education.
1: You're getting educated, my guy. You have two points. Ooh. Out of twenty. That doesn't mean... I was about to say, we don't know what the threshold is. So that doesn't mean anything to us. After 20. And that's just to get to reformed Acolyte.
2: <laughs> I mean, there are uh, alternatives. This is just the slowest path that he could take.
1: Yeah, if I crit on those stairs, I would have been at six. powerful. Oh, Maybe given eight years, you two can achieve Kristoff's uh, status. Oh, no, no. We speedrun running, boys.
2: So, Finevere. Part of what you do during your service is not only doing their strange hymnals, which kind of throw you off with the things that they're saying, a lot of it having to do with amassing wealth and increasing the power of the Red Kingdom.
1: Ah, secular music.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But some things that you hear, you again begin hearing the term about someone called the Mother who you learn, was the founding deity for the faith of the Sacred Order and that the Mother represents judgment and knowledge. But then you begin hearing the ministry of the Maiden, the Maiden being someone who will bring a greater age of prosperity for those who follow her, specifically, though, for the Red Kingdom. You get this sense that this church believes that the world isn't done. It's still in creation. And they describe how the Red Kingdom is paving the way for the Maiden's return. You leave this service at the end, maybe feeling a bit overwhelmed by the information. But what is going through Finnevere's head currently?
1: Right. Okay. So I think some of this gibberish is starting to make a little bit of sense. So, Smoot and his time folk got the attention of this mother person, who's probably from that era of time where they had, like, unlimited magic in the walls and the doors that opened automatically.
2: Is this what Finn is thinking?
1: I think it's reasonable for him to figure that...
2: Is he saying this out loud? I'm trying to figure out what...
1: No, I mean he can't say time stuff and... Connections to people out loud. I don't know if there are pictures with these lessons, but if there were, Finn could try to convince Ariana to give him tools to picture book.
0: He wants to ascendance of
1: a bookworm. This (laughs) he wants to make the first picture book Bible, so he can educate the orphan children. Oh yes, uh, be a part of the problem. Uh, That would be a quick way to to garner some attention, and it wasn't far from my mind.
0: Hey, look, I can help you
1: indoctrinate the youth. Finn would attend services more often as his preferred way of um, leaving
0: Crystal to sweep the stairs in solitude.
1: I, he said his goodbyes. I knew what he meant. He said, Finnevere... peace uh, off. <laughs> I don't think those are the exact words he used. <laughs> That's sort right. okay.
2: Definitely not the uh, word. It's that the
1: used. spirit of the, of the message.
2: Finnavir, you are wanting to go through Each day, spending your time with Ariana, attending to services.
1: Yeah, worst case scenario, we have to loop this through twice. First, we have to get Finn to see the bishop, be enamored by his presence, and then fixate impossibly on bringing this into reality with a picture. I I do have a follow-up question. Let's say, theoretically, everything goes perfectly for you and you get an audience with the bishop, do you know what you intend on saying to him? I want a promotion. You need me, probably. More or less. Okay, as long as you feel comfortable selling that pitch. Yeah, depending on how well I can impress other people, I'll gauge that and then push for that meeting. But I don't have anything to show him yet. There's no reason to pay any attention to Pantavari. If that is what you think. Yeah, because I don't know that revealing any specific secrets would be benefit than detriment saying the wrong thing just puts me back at square one in a prison cell and since that's what happened to the last time allegiances were shown in any significant way seems pretty decentivized to attempt that until further information is gathered. I mean we we were thrown in a prison cell because we directly interfered with a government scheduled execution. It had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that we were seekers They didn't know you were seekers they still do not know that Finnavir is a seeker. Yeah, perhaps. But that's just the barbarian's fault for not paying attention. Because he was one question away from figuring that out. And it didn't seem to do Smoot any favors. Uh hmm. How cheeky does Finn feel? Cause I mean, I don't know how convincing Finn could Feel like this, But the player feels like the maiden is probably referring to an important spiritual person or at least viewed as important spiritual person of great power, which Cece was referred to an important spiritual person of great power. So making the images look kind of like her might draw some attention.
2: Part of when you're walking around the grounds, you have seen statues representative of the maiden.
1: Oh, so we have a frame of reference. Let's go. You do have a frame of reference for that.
2: You noticed that as you were doing your rounds around this temple during your cleaning escapades, you've seen that at the front entrance of the temple, which actually was what you had seen when you initially came in late at night, it was lit by the faint light of the braziers. But at the front entrance of the temple, there's a large marble statue of a woman. Her face is shrouded, but apparently is youthful with a serene expression. And the statue is holding, outstretched, a goblet in both of her hands. And of particular note, though, is the symbol that you saw at a distance, which looks like a serpent eating its tail up close. And at the center is a strange, triangular-shaped object that looks a little familiar to you. But also, there are a total of four of these statues situated all around the temple at each of the cardinal directions.
1: Zelda puzzle urges. If I push the statues in a certain way, I'll be able to get to the secret basement with the chest. Joking aside, that could be enough to work with. Finn wants to try to get an audience with Ariana, which doesn't seem too hard. He wants to bounce the idea off her of uh, making a picture of... Not to get them mixed up. There's the maiden and the mother.
2: The maiden is a young woman, and the mother is supposedly an entity of sorts, but you would assume is probably an older person. Okay. a person at all, which there is debate about within this temple itself. Let's do this. Phinevere, you've expressed that you would like to have an opportunity to use your ability of drawing and sketching. You also did mention that you wanted to go to services. So in what order, what is happening? Are you doing services? or Are you focusing on sketch?
1: Uh, Since it seems he has enough information from the services, he'll push towards the sketch. And try to put the information from the services that he's been to so far into the sketches and try to make a a representation and try to be a part of the illustration show his usefulness
2: you get this idea after listening to this one service and having observed some of the statues around the area you have an idea of sketching them hopefully to garner the attention of some of the higher-ups but you don't have paper but you see Ariana, who seems to be conversing with one of the priests at this moment. She seems to be smiling and having a good conversation. Some sort of theological debate on the existence of the mother and how she would exist, if at all.
1: Whether physically or
2: spiritually. Yeah. Is the maiden really the physical manifestation of the mother?
1: Or is it? A metaphor for a better future.
2: Exactly.
1: And the priest is like, that's not for you to know. Just just calm, calm down.
2: Either way, the mother still stimulated
3: the purge of the iniquities of our culture. And look at where we have become. We are growing. We are great. And we are being interrupted. What is it, Acolyte?
1: Thank you, priest. I was so inspired. By our lesson yesterday that I believe my talents I've garnered could be of service to the church. I do think that art can inspire the soul, especially illustrations or that of teaching. I wish to use my talents of artistry and drawing to depict that of the matron.
2: The matron? What's uh, the, the, the maiden? Ah.
1: And perhaps also the mother. Uh, we'll see how things go. Sacrilege.
2: You have not seen any depictions of the mother thus far.
1: Finn will bow his head as if he had done a bad thing and like, like, oh, I'm sorry. My ignorance is showing. I will learn. But perhaps of the maiden.
2: You see as Ariana sort of clears her throat, stepping in front of you between you and the priest. Oh, merciful priest. I shall have a conversation with him. Would you excuse us? What are you doing? She kind of gestures for you to move away.
1: I, well, I would have talked if he didn't address me first.
2: You are under
3: my charge. You could get me in trouble with that sort of talk. What were you thinking? Nothing per usual?
1: Oh, fine. Uh, no matrons, only maidens here. From here on out, I'm not here to cause trouble or not intending to. I'm very sorry.
3: Ignorance doesn't save you from heresy. Very well, then. You were trying to draw the maiden. Yes. Why?
1: I have done a lot of studying my time, and diagrams speak louder than texts, especially to those of a younger generation. If I could make illustrations, I think we could teach the younger ones more efficiently, and if this does go very well, it could show very well, perhaps to the priest. And as you're in charge of me, this would also be your prospect as well as mine. I really do think, if given the chance, I can make a difference.
3: And how can I trust that what you would draw would not be blasphemy?
1: Oh, that's easy. You'll supervise anything and everything. Nothing will be shown without your permission.
2: Make a diplomacy, because she is still considered indifferent towards you.
1: Oh yeah, and this is definitely putting her butt on the line. (laughs) Nineteen!
2: While there may
3: be some merit in your idea, I think perhaps you are lacking in your knowledge and experience in the faith, and your request was both sacrilegious and heretical. I suggest you spend more time in your prayers. I,
1: I need lessons. Prayers are reflection. Lessons are knowledge. Teach me. I'll be at Mass tomorrow with open ears. <laughs>
3: Perhaps, if you can prove yourself in that regard, I can maybe help you. But for now, I suggest that you focus on completing your duties. And it will be up to the priests whether or not you advance. And maybe then, once you become a reformed acolyte, you can begin going out into the city and truly learn.
1: Right. And you've made your way up. What's the best way to do that? It seems that some who just wallow with no motivation will remain in the same place.
3: Of whom are you speaking? Who is wallowing?
1: Well, for one, me, until I saw movie <laughs> making some uh, movement. Uh, that, I don't know if that's a deflection or deception there. Not ready to throw Kristoff onto the bus, but that certainly seems.
2: It's not really a lie either, but I mean, it, it's partial truth. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't take it as a deception. Uh No, I would roll deception. Let's make this fun.
1: All right. We're
2: going to make you roll something.
1: Uh, it seems the VTT is glued to the four button.
2: I'm so sorry about that, man. What's your
1: total? Nineteen.
2: <laughs> she looks at you a little leery.
3: If I were you, Finavia, I would be very careful of who I associated myself with. After all, some people might not have the best intentions for you, while others
2: truly do care about
3: you. Of
1: course, yeah, I know. Ariana. You're right. Of course. I guess this is the end of this day.
2: Oh, uh, you can roll for your attendance your to mass.
1: All right. Performance. Uh, 23. I sure did a 10. Which is exactly the number that we said, so... I attended just barely, only a little bit distracted about half the time.
2: You're 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 stressed. You're you're not happy that your idea was somewhat rejected, though it doesn't sound like you're necessarily told no. Exactly, it was just not right now.
1: It wasn't a yes, but it wasn't a no. Indeed,
2: time seems to just pass by. Please give me another perform check. If you are attending service, or you could do something else. Heck, you could use your preparing meals for the clergy by using your alcohol lore.
1: Uh, we could give that a shot. We haven't seen what what that avenue looks like.
3: You lied to her. You had made meals instead with alcohol.
1: Oh, uh, you're right. I did say would be at service tomorrow, so I got to attend at least one more. So we'll do one more perform. 32! Uh, That's a lot better than 19.
2: It is at dinner time. When something different happens... Ooh, taco night. It's not taco night.
1: Oh, it's not taco night.
2: No, Um, but rather, as you guys are sitting down for your meal, yours being just a kind of stale piece of bread, maybe one egg, actually scrambled this time.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Before it was just raw.
1: Uh, At this point, uh, he needs the protein. He'll take egg in whatever form it comes.
2: You and the other acolytes are seated inside of a small dining area that is stationed off to the side within the temple. And you all are enjoying your meals. You see two individuals dressed in darker robes, adorned with brilliant red scarves, and their heads both covered by hoods and faceless masks, both of which are white like porcelain and lack any defining features at all. These individuals enter, and you see as they walk over to your table... Grabbing hold of a younger acolyte, they grab him under his arms. No, what are you doing? I didn't do anything, I swear! They start dragging him out of the building. Ariana is just watching as she is just sipping on some soup, curious about what is happening. Your other acolytes are looking on in fear. And you see as this acolyte, his clothes are torn and they pull out whips then begin hitting him. And this goes on for about 10 lashes, which you can see that there is blood drawn before they kind of shove him to the ground and leave afterwards. Oh, dear. Your acquaintance, who you've abandoned, off to the side, as he always
1: is. Oh, is he the one that was whipped?
2: He was not the one that was whipped. It was another guy.
1: They were in the same category. Yes, they're in the same tier.
2: Oh, I wonder what he did.
1: They didn't seem to say much. They just came in and picked up a guy and hit him a bunch.
3: Yes, those were the priest ascendants They don't say much.
1: Priest
0: descendants?
3: Yes. They are the ones that serve directly under the bishop.
0: Mark that now. You can see while everyone else looks kind of panicked and confused,
1: Christoph looks characteristically stoic. Uh, but he does kind of like give a singular head nod of understanding but then kind of like sees you looking at him and kind of gives you like some side
0: eye and then also looks at the fact that you're with Ariana.
2: You see as the rest of the Acolytes sort of uncomfortably continue eating their food. But Ariana gets up and she makes her way over to this other Acolyte seeing that this person is sort of hunched over on the ground, almost weeping. And she puts her arms around him. Come now, Acolyte we should get
3: you cleaned
1: up. Then was thinking the same thing, so he's probably going to go and get some rags and some water to try to clean those wounds up. I don't know what, what what's, uh, sells for battle medicine around here, but we can patch something together with cleaning supplies to get this guy in a better state to heal.
2: You begin to follow her, and she turns and looks at you. Don't worry about him. Pain
3: is good for the soul.
1: Yes, uh, maybe, but no, I proficient with medical care we're looking to clean the wounds like you said uh, that is not what i said uh, what did you say
3: <laughs> i'm simply going to make sure he is presentable
1: careful not to get dirt in the wounds or they could fester uh...
3: pain is good for the soul Finevere. best keep that in mind and
2: she begins to usher him off again walking out of the room I think that is what we'll end off for this week's episode of The Gage Chronicles. Thank you, families, for listening to this week's episode of The Gage Chronicles. We're so glad that you joined us. Listen, when we have solo episodes, we gotta take it beat by beat because I, vinevia has got plans. Charles Smoot's got things he's gotta do, places to explode. vinevia has got people to schmooze. It takes time, but hopefully we'll get to to some more intense interactions in the next episode. We do want to give a big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfie of Michael Gelfi Studios, Monument Studios, Epidemic Sounds, and all the other audio people that we borrow music from. All of their ambiance are listed below in the description and you can go and follow them at their links. So yeah, go do that. You can also follow us on Twitter, which is now X, and Instagram at Rollfound. We don't really post there anymore because, you know, I'm slow and I don't have the patience to do it anymore. Please. Help. Thanks. Or you can hang out with us in our Discord. Actually, I post mostly there, and I hang out there a lot, where we kind of, like, do things and stuff as a group.
1: Yeah. We do games, and sometimes stream our screens.
2: Sometimes. Only if you're nice, though. Anyway. So, I think that's it for me, foundlings. I guess we'll see you next, next week on another episode of the Schmate Monocles. Bye-bye.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye? The
3: Shmeet,
0: Shemai. <laughs>